Hello, online world. This is Off the Record with Mix Bustos. And for today's episode, we get thoughts and comments on episodes three and four of The Last Dance. We have a point guard from the San Miguel Beerman, Alex Cabagnot. And here is Alex with his thoughts on The Last Dance. I just want to get your thoughts on the latest episodes of The Last Dance. So episode three was about Dennis Rodman and the bad boys. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Rodman's play? Also on how the Bulls, uh, Jordan rules, how they stopped uh, the Bulls. So can you give us your thoughts on that? My thought were, wow, they smoked and drank a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rodman had a vacation, right? He went to Vegas. Oh, man. You know what? The craziest thing is, I thought, I was like, is DUI back in 1997, 1998 only in Los Angeles? Because he was drinking a Miller Lite before he got on that bike. Yep. So, so I was just, you know, I, I wasn't really paying attention with the whole Jordan rules and stuff like that. You know, it's, it's like something I've already known. I was just looking at the smaller things like, you know what, like MJ drinking and smoking a cigar before practice. I wonder how Coach Leia would see me if I started doing that. <laughs> and I'd be like, yo, coach, didn't you watch the last dance? This is what Michael does. If you want to win a ring, and he's like, Coach Leo's like, man, I got eight rings. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and you, you see uh, the cigar and the whiskey beside Jordan, right? Every time he gets. Yeah. He gets. Let alone that. Uh, I was watching it with. With my mom, actually, I was watching it with my mom and my mom. Is uh, is is the Jor- is Jordan a favorite of yours? I mean, uh, Jordan is a yeah, he, he's been a favorite of mine. I mean, forever, forever. Mm-hmm. But just seeing how he would smoke and drink after games, it just you know, actually, I've probably seen this before. I've seen a lot of Jordan film of all this stuff, you know. But you know, just seeing it now, and I think he was thirty eight. He was thirty eight, thirty seven. When he was going for his sixth championship. Yeah. And I'm about that same age. So I was thinking to myself, maybe I should bring like a, a you know, a 24 pack <laughs> after one of the games and just crack it open and then just look at what bo- the bosses and coach would do. They'd probably go crazy and find me. <laughs> Supply that you can get. <laughs> exactly. I'd just be like, you know, this is what Michael Jordan does. And yeah. then started drinking. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. He's a monster. That's why he's, I guess that's why he's a, that's why he's the goat, right? He does all those things and still gives you 54. Mm-hmm. I saw one of the comments uh, for Dennis Rod- Rodman's angle when he went to uh, Vegas for a vacation. He, he was the one who invented load management, you know, because, uh, <laughs> right? But then uh, yeah. speaking of Dennis Rodman, a very eccentric, a very, you know, out of the box. Is there any type of player that you have encountered, you've played with, not necessarily in the PBA, but, uh, you know, you had to deal with these kinds of personalities? Is there somebody that comes to mind, like a Dennis Rodman? Uh, no, there's nobody like Dennis Rodman. There's nobody like Dennis Rodman. Uh, and he's just a beast. He's just a beast, somebody that goes out all the time. There's nobody that... That I think I think they'll be too afraid of the bosses to go out all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go out all the time and you don't perform. You might be you might be uh, waved or something. You know they don't play that. <laughs> In the PBA, Alex, is there like a team like a Detroit Pistons? You know, physical, just wear you down. Oh, man, let me think. Let me go team by team. No, no, 
No, there's no team that – I mean, I want to say when you play when, – whenever I play against uh, Magnolia, Magnolia, or the teams that press, uh, teams that have ample guards like the, the Barocas, the Halalons, the Paulis, the Meltons, all those scrappy guards that just get on you and be feisty. And, you know, they're pretty rough on uh, June Mar too. They got some big Sangalang. They got Pasqual. They got uh, Rivas and Brundial. All those guys that could bang up June Mar. In a seven-game series, maybe them. Maybe them. Because they're, they're physical. They, play, they love to play D. And their, their, mon- their, their whole their calling is defense. And so I, I would probably say Magnolia in a way. Magnolia in a way in a seven game series. But hindi mo naman ma-feel yun kung hindi mo sila malalaro sa sa playoff. I mean, there's three conferences. We play each team three times. You know, so you never feel it. Like, I would play against Blackwater three times in one year. So I would never know if they're like that. So maybe they could be. They could be. Colombian Jeep could be like that. But, you know, I never played them in a series. But the, I want to just say maybe Magnolia because I've Played them in a series a few times, a couple times now. Alex, amongst the uh, among the four episodes of the Last Dance, is there any particular favorite which comes to mind? Uh, any favorite moment uh, in those four episodes? Uh, every single episode I, I enjoyed, except when they kept going back to like you know how they would like chronologically go back and forth. When they went back to like Michael Jordan in his like younger days, I kind of was like, oh man, I know this already. Like, yo, I want more behind. I want more Pippin. I want more uh, Hamburg, Arkansas Pippin. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want more like co- maybe college film of Pippin. I mean, we've seen all of Michael Jordan stuff, right? We, I mean, Come Fly With Me, Rare Air, all those things always touch upon MJ and his. I mean, obviously, I want to see it again, but I mean, Maybe the Dennis Rodman in San Antonio. I mean, he was a beast in San Antonio. That's when the demolition man, Dennis Rodman, came out. Maybe they touch upon that. Maybe more on... I mean, when I saw it, and especially when my mom saw it, she was like, oh, I want more Rodman. And then they'd go back to MJ, and I'd be, we'd be like, ah, see MJ, no, no, ah. yeah. MJ, no, no, Yeah, growing up in the States, especially in that era, you know, what was the Bulls fandom like, especially for our younger viewers? Who's, who's just getting to know Jordan now? But what was he oh really as an influence to you growing up? Oh, my gosh. Like, I, well, I got, like, older brothers and stuff. So they were watching MJ when he was, like, dunking MJ. You know, this was, like, the first three years championship MJ. You know, we, and I, I remember we migrated and MJ was just crazy. Like, I, I'll give it to you in, in a standpoint. Um, when I first migrated to the Philippines, the biggest basketball player that everybody was just crazy over was Mark Aguila. I mean, the spark. When I came in 2005, 2006, the bandana boys just came out. They were crazy. So when I first migrated, just to, you know, chronologically go back, when I first migrated to the States, it was like Magic Johnson with the older people, but like the younger generation, like my brothers and my cousins and myself just remembering it was MJ, MJ tongue out, dunking on you, MJ, you know? And sometimes people see the MJ of, maybe people see the MJ of Washington Wizard. That's not MJ no more. I mean, that's MJ, but that's not, come fly with me, MJ, Again. you know? Mm-hmm. 
You know, like the comparisons, yo, like, yo, and some people saw the, the fadeaway MJ. Like I, I was talking to a friend and she was telling me like, yo, I didn't know Michael was dunking on people like that. Yes, he was dunking on people like that. He averaged 37 in one year. Yeah. He got MVP way before, you know what I'm saying? He was MVP dunk everything. Mm. And, you know, all that. So it was crazy. It was a crazy fanatic. Uh, uh, I was a fanatic of MJ. Like I was a fanatic of Allen Iverson. I mean, those were the two guys I was very fanatic of. I mean, I couldn't copy neither anyway. I mean, I was just daydreaming of what I could do, you know, pretending to even try what they were doing. But uh, their popularity was crazy. Just to, just to give an example, like when I got here, dude, everywhere I would go, Mark McGee with this, Mark McGee with that. It was just like, shit, damn, Mark is huge. Especially knowing Mark, you know, my brother and Mark were – uh the same batch in in high school mm -hmm. so i knew mark but when i when i got here i knew mark from back home when i got here oh man mark was huge mark was huge like bandana brothers blonde hair all that stuff headband anything he would wear would be big <laughs> yeah but then uh, alex uh well maybe amongst uh mj's teammates all throughout throughout the years was there any uh favorite that comes to mind well of course scotty pippen dennis rodman but, but uh, why do you think so no, I like Tony. I like Tony Kukoc. Uh, Tony Kukoc is more like somebody, because, you know. Lefty when like. When I, exactly, exactly. Uh, uh, I always joke around with Chris Ross is, you know, all these lefties I, I want to be compared to. Tony, Jalen Rose, Lamar Odom. You know, those are the guys that I, you know, I was pretending to be because they were left-handed. It's impossible to copy everybody else. I'm sure it's impossible to copy Tony Kukoc also. But since he was left-handed, it was more in my hemisphere. So I, would, I like Tony Kukoc. I like, his, I like his swag. I like his, like, uh, you know, just his feel for the game. Um, and, you know, that, that, was, that was something I also – another person I liked probably was – no, that's it, Tony Kukoc. Scotty, Rodman, Tony. Yeah. Now, lastly, uh, episode four tackled briefly on Phil Jackson's career and how they transitioned to the triangle with Tex Winter and eventually winning that first championship. Personally, I mean, that kind of a give, gives a, re a resemblance between you guys. Five-time Philippine Cup champions winning left and right. But the Coach Leo and Coach Phil Jackson, is there any kind of resemblance between uh with your knowledge on how they both coach um well i i was never under phil jackson so i wouldn't know i wouldn't know I, all i know is his 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 whole triangle thing but oh with coach leo i mean i think he just won his fourth straight uh coach of the year mm -hmm. congratulations of uh, I have to send him a question. I just saw that right now when I was opening up this laptop because I've been totally out of uh, social media lately. So I just saw that when I opened up my laptop. I got to congratulate him for that. But I mean, they they just manage. You know, I best I guess the the best way I could put it was Michael Jordan had had a great talent talented guys around him, and obviously it's hard to manage. It, those are hard to manage, and with Coach Leo. You have Jumar Fajardo, you have Arwen Santos, you have Marcio, you have Chris, you, then you added Terrence, you added guys like we had Ronald Tubid. These are tough guys to manage, you know, just to, I mean, collectively, collectively. 
I mean, going in and out. I mean, I don't want to say tough, but I mean, it's pretty, I'm pretty sure he had a quite difficult time to manage all those players, but he did it. And once he got to manage all those, all those players, all those great players, just like Phil Jackson, maybe this is the only comparison I have because I've never been under coach, uh, just coach Leo's the way he manages his players. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's a comparison. And the best comparison, they both won championships. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I, I really can't. I mean, I, I've been read. I've read Phil Jackson's book, and I, I just I just enjoyed how Coach Phil Jackson has Tex Winter, and he actually submerged himself immersion of the triangle. And you know, for somebody that because he coached in Puerto Rico, Deba, right? yeah. I'm pretty sure he had his own he had his own methods. He he had his own style. He had his own swag and then when he saw tax winner he just you know for him to just say you know forget about what i've learned before let's just do this whole holistic mixed with uh this triangle maybe things could work and it worked out i mean that kudos to him and i feel like if i had to compare coach leo to that i feel like uh you know coach leo probably had his own set of ways before because he was a coach he was a winning coach in the pbl before Right. So and then when he got to this team, maybe he he could have put all his ways in there. Pero I'm pretty sure in the course of time, in the course of championships, in the course of us just growing together uh, as a as a unit, I'm pretty sure he changed his ways, too. And that's quite difficult in itself. And and once he changed his ways, I'm pretty sure everybody changed their ways, too, to see how it, and just to see that there's a there's only one thing that we could uh, look forward to is the championship. So. So, I mean, as him being our leader and for us to see that uh, and to adapt to adapt through time, I guess that's something to be accounted for. And that's why he's the fourth uh, four-time coach of the year in a row. There you go. So Alex, so give me this chance to give a shout-out to your fans, San Miguel fans, and uh, your message to them. Uh, just to all the, the – all the, first of all, all the San Miguel fans, thank you for all, all the support, all the love, just to myself and to the team as well. Um, but I mean, to all the PBA fans, uh, maraming, maraming, thank you to you guys just for all the support and especially to you, Migs. Thank you for doing stuff like this. And I know it's quite difficult for everybody right now. I know it's something, but you know, you're, you're doing your part and you're, you're bridging the gap between the viewers and, you know, and us athletes and everybody else that you're interviewing. So maraming salamat to you also for having me here. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, so there you have it. This is Off the Record with Migs Bustos with my guest, Alex Cabagnot, and see you guys in the next episode.